Hello listener, welcome to our podcast, Just What the World Needs, another podcast. Prepare to listen to my wife and I blabber on about everything, anything, and nothing, not much, but also mostly uninformed. Available where you get all much better podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Please hit subscribe and begin this journey with two tuckers off cuff thank you So it's recording. Okay, you ready? Yep. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Two Tuckers Off Cuff. I'm Trav Tucker. And I'm Nat Tucker. Do you like how smooth that was? So smooth. I got it this time. How you been? Good, honey. How are you? Good. What have you been up to today? Uh, yeah, Pilates, reformer Pilates. Pilates this morning. Big walk, coffee with my husband. Oh, yeah. Pilates. Um, now just chilling. Yeah, chilling and podcasting. That's how we live our life. <laughs> oh, I better start. Do you want to hit that? We'll get the timer going. We know where we're at. Tap that. Tap that. I can't reach oh, it. Oh my goodness, hang on. Oh, I didn't know it's up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same as your phone. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so uh, it's been been a fun week. Not much else has been going on really with us, has there? No. Um, we're going to uh, Melbourne this week. Yes. It'll be fun. Yes. Catch up with the with the peoples. With the Faye and the Lawrence. Over there. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got a few things I want to talk about. Um, a few interesting stories. I think I've worked out, correct me if I'm wrong now, I know how to do it. Okay. I've worked it out. I have literally sorted it out. Yep. I've only got about five words, but I think it should work quite well the way that I've set this up. Um, but we'll get into that in a bit. We're massive fans of Mad Magazine, right? You and me, mm. growing up. Mm-hmm. I think I think mine are all the ones in the folder. No, yours. mine are the ones in the folder. I reckon they're mine. No, Unless that, we have all exactly the same ones. No, mine are the ones in the folder. Well, basically all I wanted to initially talk about was that the man, the the illustrator artist who did the, the famous back folding picture. Mm-hmm. You remember those? How mm-hmm. cool were those? Weren't they yeah, so much fun? Yeah, He passed away. Whoops. Bugger. <laughs> oh, did he? <laughs> When did he pass away? Uh, just the other day. Um, so, um, so he, this magazine started in nineteen. Um, it's so seventy-one years old. So it started in nineteen fifty-two. The Mad Magazine itself ran up until two thousand eighteen. So it it stopped. Um, I think that they're still making it, but they stopped doing the printed versions or something like that. The man who created the back foldable drawing drew it the whole time. He was the only one that ever illustrated all of them. Well, no one else could do that. They're pretty I mean, amazing, that's amazing, aren't they? Amazing, yeah. Um, and then, so I just thought that was pretty interesting. Of um, they were the, I think the Mad magazines influenced my humour. In there, oh, yeah, totally. Um, they didn't give me any. Didn't give, <laughs> didn't give you any. <laughs> like you know, Spy versus Spy. Yeah. How good was Spy versus Spy? Yeah. Um, it just the the drawings and the humour. It wasn't like it was lowbrow. They were a little bit naughty. Yeah, it was naughty, lowbrow, but not. Not too bad though, was it? But I mean, you and me have both got lots of lots of these, haven't we? Mm, mm. Um, I used to buy one every week. 
Yeah, well, I don't or do know. they come every month? I can't I think, remember. I think, yeah, I'm not sure. I think they came out monthly. Yeah, every month. It was every month. And then they did a super special extra as well, like annually extra one as well. I bought one. I, I used my pocket money on them for sure. So the man who drew, I can't find his name now. I had it before. It's like Mr. It's something Jaffe. Um, yeah. Oh, damn, I had that all set up and now I've lost it all. <laughs> well, his family must be pretty proud of... Uh, Something like that. Um, yeah, so when I was looking through this, I found um, this. Uh, you'd see, I was going to, I should try and find his name, eh? Just... No, but it doesn't matter. Honey. Why not? Because it doesn't. But we should give it, well, I wanted to see how old it was. Al Jaffe. Al Jaffe. That was his name. I knew I had on to my tongue. So he was 102 years old. Whoa. 102. I knew Whoa. there was a reason I wanted to look it up because I knew it. 102. So March 13th, 1921 to April 10th, 2023. So he only just died a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I thought that was pretty amazing. Just proves that humour helps yep. you live forever. Keeps you young. Um, it's funny because uh, when I was looking through, kept pristine. Now, if you're saying these are yours, this is yours then. This is called the shit list. Yep. Does that sound familiar? Yep. Do you want to pick one and read one out? I don't know if we want to or not. But look how old this paper is. I know, is. but look, it's been kept well, though. Because this, this, this was with a mad magazine that was from 1991. So that's okay. how long that's been there for. Well, I've got to read Ghost Shit. Ghost Shit. All right. Ghost Shit. You know you've shit. There's shit on the toilet paper, but no shit in the bowl. <laughs> ghosty. We've all been there. It's a ghosty. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> the ghosty. Uh, <laughs> second thought shit. You're all done wiping your ass and you're about to stand up when you realise you've got you've got some more. <laughs> yeah, all, I've done I've been there a lot. Uh, yeah, been okay. There a few times. So gosh. Yeah. All right. Well I won't read any more. Right. There's some pretty amazing ones in there, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> but it's so funny because it's even printed like the the um, the wording is printed like in sort of like old timey wording, mm. uh, like no style. I mean, old timey yeah, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was the interesting. Font, the the font. font, yes, old timey yes. font. Thank you. Well done. Um, yeah, so that's that was interesting. Um, so a couple of other quick things, I guess. Um, uh, this was on. I was listening to another podcast, and so this woman said she and her boyfriend, they are in their late forties, rap late drinking wine and doing a puzzle in their living room. They decided to play hide and seek and he hid himself in a suitcase. She says she fell asleep, woke up the next morning and found him dead still inside the suitcase. Her ex-husband was on the scene before the police were. That's the whole thing. Right. Yeah. What does that say to you? Doesn't sound quite right. They knocked him off. Oh, the ex-husband and the yeah. new wife. Yeah, knock, knocked him off. Knocked him off. Yes. Because it is weird to play hide and seek. Yes, isn't it? And then she falls asleep, doesn't find him, falls asleep. What is... Doesn't add up. I'm not playing hide and seek with you. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, no now. I know what's going on. Yeah. Honey, yeah. guess what we're doing tonight? Playing well, hide and seek. How did he die, though? Suffocation? Like, that's no, no, not no. enough. No, they murdered him. And they just put they, him in the suitcase. They are claiming. So they murdered him, put him in the suitcase, then went, what do we do? How, what, what story do we say? How, well, how do we sell it to the cops? Hide and seek. Well, so we're playing hide oh, and seek and I God. fell asleep and he must have just died. 
Oh, the suitcase. Gosh. Remember the talk in the microphone. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. This one, this was funny. This was really interesting. Um, another one, it was like a statement that was put like as a post and then people been sharing it. Uh, so it's from a woman's perspective. My husband recently, my husband recently fractured his elbow and is unable to drive for about two months. He's getting irritated by sitting at home. So I've been trying to take him out, but he outright refuses to sit in the car with me because he doesn't want to be seen in the passenger seat with a woman driver. (gasps) He thinks people will make fun of him. We only got married a few months ago, and I'm quite puzzled and concerned with this with his behaviour. I mean, does this mean we're not going out again for two months until he can drive? I doubt people are that stupid to make fun of an injured man riding shotgun with his wife. Has anyone come across this situation before where the husband reacts in a similar way? And how do you handle it? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Why would he be so... Why would he care? How old is this couple? Oh, that's the thing that doesn't say because it's, they're newly married. But he, well, it could be ninety. But then if he was young, though, why would he care? What age? Like, I guess I don't know. That just seems depends so, on his upbringing. Yeah, it would. It's all about his upbringing. It just seems so like I don't know, arrogant or something. I don't know. Man, I'd love it if my wife drew, drove me everywhere. Me too. <laughs> How come I drive? I'm not a driver all the time. Because I'm working all be, the time. I'd love to be driven. I hate driving. You drive me crazy. Yeah. I hate driving. I'd rather... Anyway, that was interesting, wasn't it? Um, it's just... It, there's too many, like, holes in the story. We need to know how old they are and... Yeah, it was just... A, what state think, they live in. I think she must... It must have been copied from a group. So she must have, like, literally posted it in a group. Obviously, the people that know her. And then it got, you know, grabbed. That section got grabbed. So they obviously oh, know her. It'd be like is. a female group, I'd say. There must be something. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it must be. You're right because of the way she's sort of presented. Well, whoever it. copied it had no right to no, take no, that outside that's right. the group. But you know, so it's, they get caught. It's for our entertainment. Put in a suitcase. Yeah, well, I'd see. Been driven mad. <laughs> well, it's for our entertainment now, anyway, isn't it? So there you go. I wanted to uh, ask you a few questions about yourself, and um, maybe you present who you are and where you've come from. But mainly, I wanted to take full ownership of the the, the name and nickname that i have given you which was uh mutinize oh and i wanted you to explain to everyone that's possibly new to this and to us well if they're coming in cold they're gonna think that's the weirdest thing i know you know what what's because you're an x-man eyes. You've i'm got an mutin- x-man <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> right you've got mutinize but i guess really like you're x-rated man. perhaps yeah <laughs> what um how far like not got i guess perhaps how you got into it and the how you, the mutant eyes refers to, I guess, you being an, the like most craziest color expert. Yeah, that's through education, though. Yes, oh, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, oh, but also being able to recognize it. Um, experience in education yes. is doing it over and over and over. Yeah, it's just like anything. You get real good at it when you know what happens because of it. Like, um, yeah, so. Basically, I became a personal stylist because I wanted to teach myself how to get dressed, right? Because I had way too many clothes because I worked in retail and you had to always wear the clothes that you're selling. Oh, I remember that. And as soon as they yes. went on sale, you couldn't wear them anymore. And oh, so you were buying so many clothes. Oh, it was insane. It was crazy. The, the, that sorry to cut you off there, but the, the 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 expectation of people in retail of what the amount of clothing they have to constantly have the newest stuff on. Mm. That's that's 
mm, crazy. Terrible. Sorry, but terrible. Keep going. I mean, I do understand we, ha- you know, you you, you got to wear the stuff to sell it, um, but it's just it's terrible. Just as, you know, churning it out and then having all these clothes and obviously yeah. all your income going on the clothes as well. So I was working for um, a company that I was winning award after award for customer service in retail. Um, so and it was called the Care Award. So I was always wearing the, winning the Care Award, um, and then people would only come in if I was working. So my the company I was working with started taking a booking diary. So when people the would preemptive personal stylist, yeah, before they'd ever had a company personal stylist. Yes. So um, it I'd come in and they'd go, "Here's who's booked in with you," and so every person would come on their time slot, and that average about a thousand dollars for the hour in the oh yes because you what you would sell them with they love so much and then they would just yep. buy it yeah so they'd save up and they and they were extremely satisfied customers yep. weren't do they? you remember i do remember those yeah extremely satisfied. so i the, so the company said oh we need we, you should be on a higher pay grade than manager or you know whatever so um would you be a the company personal stylist will fly you to all the stores and i'm like I, when I say fly, because this is in New Zealand, mm. right? Um, and I said, yeah, absolutely. So I thought, oh, well, my wardrobe is but insane. But your passion for it as well as well, there was like... I was like, trying to solve a problem. But you recognise too, like, oh, I them. do have a passion for this too. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to solve a problem for them to make their life easy because yeah. they were stressed about getting dressed. That's true. You I was that. overwhelmed with my wardrobe. That's true because you did have a lot of clothes. Yeah, and I went, well, I want to learn... A better system mm. so that I'm not doing this and I'm not making people's life harder. Yes. So I studied to be an internationally accredited personal stylist. Um, yeah. 2009, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Then when I finished that, I was able to have a side job where I would go to people's homes. Yes. But obviously conflict of interest if I took the customers away from where I was working. So it was only done through – they weren't allowed to be, you know, customers. Um, it was just out there. People would hire me and then I did interiors as well because that oh, – obviously studied interiors too. That was my first love. Oh, that's true. Mm. Yes. Um, Which and I guess is part of where the colour passion was Oh, it's well, where with, I learned – it's where I learned uh, you have to have – Because the interiors every is – Every room has to have a shape of something. Yeah, okay. Every room has to have a tone of something. Uh, Every room has to be mixed up with the colours and the way the light falls on the room as to how colours behave. So that was all in there. Then I did my international accreditation. Um, then we came back to live in Australia and I, you allowed me to go out on my own, not even go back to work. Yeah, well, that was the decision we sort of yeah. decided Had to, to put it all in. and do it together. Yeah, put it all in or nothing. So so it was tough for a while because like the first year I earned about 12 grand, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember, do you remember specifically at all, which you probably don't, but that time, was there some point where you went like, oh my goodness, I can see more colours than everybody else? Yes, when... I started... Because it does just... It blows my mind the range of colours you can see. Yes, yeah. I can see the undertone of every colour and that takes practice and watching what colours go best together. So I became... Well, obviously, like I earned 12 grand in the first year as I was starting out brand new business. No one knew who I was. I, what, tripled that 
the next year and then it went skyrocketed after that I was working five days a week with clients and every Sunday I ran workshops in our garage yeah um, well, so I was seeing so many people yeah you were weren't you oh, seeing so, different. so many skin colors and so many uh, what looks best on them and I was using the oh, old-fashioned yeah. system of the swatch uh, putting so you, swatches uh, on but then and, also but I think then that what that then comes into is your memory because you can then also remember, remember. Yeah, how that skin behaves yes. with those colours. So then because I think that if you didn't, it's too, It's more than just that. But I think if you didn't have such a good memory, I think you would find you'd have a bit of a hard time because you need to remember so many combinations and so many things. Well, I wrote them down. So I just started compiling books and books and books yeah. of my handwritten notes. I remember that, yeah. Remember, I had piles and yep. piles of them, and I'd sit there every night, and I would go through them, and then I'd condense them, rewrite them, and again, and get throw out an old book. Like I'd take three books and turn it into one. Yeah. And I did that religiously every night. I just studied, 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 um, and I until I created my very own color system called the Boss System. Oh, well, what was, do you What do you want me I was to call thinking it? Thinking of brilliant color combinations. Oh, the ebook. Yeah. yeah, I created the ebook for those that couldn't afford to hire me. Get on our website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant color combinations. Well, that's eight years of work. Yes. Of the best colors in the whole entire world that go together. That's eight years and millions of book work that I compounded and put into that one ebook. It's the most. I I reckon it's a global success. It is. It is. Everyone's it's, got a copy. Um, I use it religiously myself because it's impossible to remember every single combination yeah, on those pages absolutely. and I know how hard I worked on it. Oh, yeah. So I to know and I trust in it. Oh, gosh, I trust such in a, it. Such a, um easy way to reference and, and go back through and work it all out, especially once you know your colours that suit you too. Yeah, yeah. Well, the cool thing is you don't have to know no. your skin colour to utilise the book. So yes. the book will have you getting results in your wardrobe straight away, yeah. like just straight away. But then if you're ready to level up, save more money, live the best life, yep. it's go to my whole boss system, which is, again, eight years of notes of how does – how is the best system work? And it's it's all around skin colour. Oh, it is amazing. And we see the success. And yeah, and yeah. And then just putting systems into place so you don't have to think and that yeah. every day you have a plan oh, and you it. have a system. I love it. Yeah. Make, oh, yeah. Since you've, like, helped me. I know. It's, it so especially with anxiety, it's hard don't even have to enough, think about isn't it? it? Oh, yeah. But to have my system in I place. Just, exactly. Yeah, I know what suits me. I'm just in and out. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but no, the mutant Way to eyes. Take it low. Yeah, getting back to your original uh, question, you started saying I had mutant eyes mm. because you started s- introducing me like that to people. Yeah. Like when they'd say, "What's your wife do?" Yeah, and you go, "Oh, she's got mutant eyes." <laughs> um, and they'd get that. You know, was it just a funny lead-in? But it became a well, it was a name for me. Well, because. Like I read up where so women in general can see more colours than men. Oh yes, yes. And then some women can then again have a higher range again. Again, which then, in theory, that you are a mutant because you you have advanced over. I've, so I've grown the skill. Mutant, yeah. Probably does it doesn't sound like the best word, but I think it sounds cool. Yeah, it's no, a power. it is cool. Superpower. All I see is colour. Yeah, I see it. I see right deep into it. You do. It's crazy. And uh, it's lovely. It's lovely. I live a fantastic life with the yeah, colour. Yeah, you would actually. 
Yeah. I live a lot of grey. Yeah, yeah, men grey. would men would grey and red, so grey and um, red. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Thinking <laughs> about it now. I mean, how's the guy in the orange neon shorts wearing the pink <laughs> top and I said to you I can't even walk behind I him I just <laughs> I'm like <laughs> obviously lives alone <laughs> hi 1010 hey how are you gorgeous we lady the day, but you can jump on darling yeah darling dad and I were doing our walk right walking across the road and he sees me bend down and pick something off the, the street and he, he goes what is that I went oh 10 buck note <laughs> Ten buck note. <laughs> so um, that's good luck, Tenley. If yeah. you see if you see money on the ground, right? It was on the street. There's nowhere I could give it to, um, and it was ten dollars. And ten is an angel number, right? And so I'm like, oh, lucky day, ten and angel note. Then we got home, and I put the ten dollar note up on my side corner there with your photo uh, i see it there it is right there there it is oh, i gotcha and i went oh my gosh 10 and 10 <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you did 10 10, <laughs> 10. <laughs> and then you walked in made it even a better day <laughs> sorry just getting sidetracked off the mute noise there but um yeah basically that's it's kind of on the queen of color or the color whisperer i've also been told um that's another name oh, yes, for me that's true so it's just it's great. Yes, it is. Well, thank you for that rundown. We'll, I hope we'll, that wasn't too long. We'll do. Uh, no, I think that was good. Okay. We'll, we can we can touch uh, base on things in other episodes. That was good. Um, I'll you, click the link below to grab my brilliant color combinations ebook. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. There's make no it, link. Makeitlookeasy.com.au. <laughs> yes. No, I can put it on there. Oh, you can put it on there. <laughs> Makeitlookeasy.com.au. Yeah. The I'll book put the website will change and I'll put your the life. link to the brilliant color combinations. Yeah, it'll change your life. Um, do you know who Buzz Aldrin is? I've heard of the name. That's good. He went. He was one of the first men to go to the moon. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. So yes, he, okay. So he's 93 years old. Right. And um, he's doing well. He, he's very fit and he still looks really good for his age. 93, he looks awesome. Yeah. He's just got remarried <gasps> to a much... Um, younger woman. Well, I hope he takes her out of this Much world. Much younger woman. She's, uh, I think she's 69. Oh, good year. <laughs> good year. Yeah, so she's, uh, she's ta- he's taken out a younger younger woman. I hope he can keep up with her. Pretty sure she's, where is she? I can't find her age. Well, he's an astronaut. He's an astronaut. Yeah, do you reckon that's it? He's just like, yeah, I've been to the moon. Well, imagine how clever he is. And that's the intelligence. Oh, you reckon? Oh, yeah. intelligence and the the life experience that he ha- would have to share the stories he'd have to share would be amazing. You know, he like, made three spacewalks as a pilot of the nineteen sixty six Gemini twelve mission, Lunar Module eight pilot on nineteen sixty nine Apollo eleven mission. Yeah, this guy's getting out there, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he'd be amazing to be around. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, I'd do it. Go on the moon or marry him? Marry him? Oh, you'd marry him. <laughs> Would you? When you're 69. Oh, only if you weren't still around, I, I see. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, I, I, you know, I guess that's a pass. That's what they call it, celebrity pass. <laughs> oh, she's 63. 63. Oh, she looks pretty good for age too. You are 63. Oh. There you go. Uh, yeah. An- Anka Foire was her name. Show me a photo. Ooh. Oops. Sorry, everybody. She's 63? That's what it says. In that photo? 
Don't know about that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. But she is gorgeous. <clears throat> it's time for our favourite game. Now it's time for... Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, I've got the stuff. Oh, okay. I found this awesome website which has got um, a heap of words that um, are hard to pronounce. And the reason they're awesome is because they have the word, then they actually have the, uh, what do you call it? I don't know if this is correct, but the phonetically way of speaking it. Mm -hmm. So um, I'll show you one and then, uh, and, and so what I've done, I've written them all down already. Yep. I'm going to show you. I'm going to rip, rip them off as we go along. So, they're ah, all set. I'm all nice. set. Third episode in, I've got it worked out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I don't have as many, but uh, this should hopefully... This is going to be a bit of a test run anyways. We'll see if this goes, but it should be quite good. All right. So, you ready? Decrepit. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So, with that... Um, it's a oh, very old-fashioned word. I think also, mum used to write it a lot. Also, not only does it have how to pronounce the word, but it also has a brief description of the word. So, in a very poor condition as a result of age. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. It says, this is how you pronounce it. It's D-I-H, then K-R-E-P, dash I-T. So, decrepit. Decrepit. Look at you go. I know. That sucks. I know. All right. I think she was referring to my dad when she used it. Word two. Chauvinism. What's going on? What? <laughs> she used that one too. <laughs> Pick too many. Excessive patriotism, a belief in the superiority over one's gender. Yeah. So that would that be from a female perspective as well? Or is it yeah. chauvinism is just men? It's just no, a male no, no. Thing. It's it's from either either side. Over a, over any over, over a gen- gender. gender. Yeah. So that is this is chauvinism. 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 This is going terribly. All right. Albeit. <laughs> Crap. Despite the fact, all be it. Right, hopefully this one gets you. <laughs> Effort me. Yes, I got one. Effort me. <laughs> It's hominy. It's <laughs> wow! You're getting close to the first time. You went backwards. Epitome? No. Epitome? No. <laughs> you're gonna have to tell me. It is epitome. Oh my god! Epitome. Of you're course. so close. Oh my gosh. Epitome. E P. So ep a to me. Epotomy. Yeah. Ep ep a to me. Epitome. Epitome. A person or thing that is perfect example of a particular quality or type. Hmm. Epitome. Epitome. This one should be good, hopefully. Coop. Hey. <laughs> nope. Cope. Nope. Co-op. No, nope. this is a tricky one, actually, because it's got a silent letter in it. The P silent. Cup. No. This, this, <laughs> coo. <the>, coo. <laughs> yes, coo. Well done. Coo. <laughs> Tell me. Did you break it? Just leave it. A sudden seizure of power from a government. A coup. A coup. All right, last one. This one should be a good one, I reckon. Cacophony. <laughs> Cacophony. Cacophony. Oh, there you go. Cacophony. Cacophony. You know how I am with the PH. Cacophony, I know. Cacophony. Cacophony. So it's cacophony. 
unpleasant mixture of sounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, every night. <laughs> All right, that was good. Now, um, we did have a... Um, one of our listeners has already sent in some... Oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> they really... <laughs> no, yeah, so, but this is funny though. So, Michelle Thomas, thanks for this. She sent in... Um, this is because we butchered uh, Worcestershire so Worcestershire <laughs> so badly. This she sent this is but this is funny. I'll see if this comes through. All right, ready. Three of the hardest things for people to say: I was wrong, I need help, and Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> Worcestershire, Worcestershire, Worcestershire. <laughs> that good so good <laughs> and then i actually I should have played her message because she she's like she sent a thing to say how to say it i think it's like worcestershire oh, no no i'm not saying anymore no no let's not let's not, not. that sucks i saw this really weird video the other day i was gonna just get your opinion on this so you know how like um there's heaps of like content makers now well, i don't know what you even call them like they're on TikTok and they'll go like, um, oh, um, you know, here's some money or here's, like, say if they've got a homeless person or whatever, you know, like like they're trying. Social experience. Yeah, or whatever. Like, a social experiment. Experiment, yeah. Sorry. Well, they're like, yeah, you know, like, uh, I'm trying to think of one, where they surprise someone. They go, here, mm. this is the, um, this is surprise for you. It's all free or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. From the perspective of you're watching this video, you know what's going on, um, which I guess is funny, but it's weird though. So... These dudes go up to in in a Walmart, which Walmart is like you know, it's like a massive Target kind of thing, mm-hmm. and they go get um, some AirPods out of the they get someone to get some AirPods out of the cabinet, mm-hmm. so the salesperson gets the AirPods out. Then they go off and they find this older woman. She must have been about seventies or eighties, and they go up to and go, "Oh, congratulations! This is this is a this is a gift for you to have." And she's like blown away. She's like, "Oh my goodness, that's so oh that's so wonderful." She's that she's like over the moon, you know, like that they present it. And then obviously that creates content for them. Then they're standing off in the corner watching her filming as they walk out and the alarms go off and they jump her. <laughs> so they didn't buy the, no, they didn't pay no, for them. They literally set it up. To, for her so, to shoplift. <laughs> that is terrible. Isn't it? Isn't that terrible? I mean, it's funny on one instance, but it's so terrible on the other. Like, what like... This poor seventy-year-old woman. Do, She'll I, be traumatized. I mean, I can watch that, but I can't. I could never do it. Oh no, that's terrible, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> terrible behaviour. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty bad. That's that's about where I've got up to. All right, so it's my turn for a ghost story. Have you got one? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. There is one other thing that I did want to. Um, there's this awesome website called Listverse. On it is like they make up like the top ten of everything. Like literally, you think of something. And you can look at the top 10 of. Mm-hmm. So, oh, top 10 most valuable signed objects. Hall of Fame baseball, $632,000. The first and only baseball uh, on a list of baseball with no one but 11 signatures on it of the original players. 632000 went for. John Lennon's John Lennon's double fantasy went up for 850000 signed. All righty. This is going well. Oh, here we go. Einstein's God letter went for $2.8 million. Signed from him. Okay. You can't fake sleeping. <laughs> Stop doing that. There's an 1864 Lincoln letter went for 3.4 million. In the top one, George Washington's Act of Congress went for 9.8 million. Someone paid 9.8 million for a signed thing from George Washington. That's pretty crazy, isn't it? 
10 Australian animals with misplaced reputations. <laughs> okay, go. You go. The host knows a ghost story. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So this is a ghost story. Now, I reckon I remember hearing this ghost story. It's a true story. Okay. See if you remember this. So this woman was going to her high school reunion. Hey, what? What? This woman went to high school. What was going to her high school reunion? Reunion. She was thirty-seven. Right. Gotcha. So it was a twenty-year high school reunion. So she flew into the nearest airport and rented a car, so as to go back to her hometown. It was about thirty-five miles from the airport to her rural town that she had to drive to. Um, When she was about three miles outside the town, she could see someone on the side of the road flagging flagging like a hitchhiker flagging her down and then so she pulled over and she realized he was a friend that she went to school with and he was coming to the reunion so his name was jim and she so she hadn't seen him in 20 years um so he's like she's like oh this is so cool uh she said he looked the same as what she like what what it was like at school just a little bit older um and when they got into town she asked him if he wanted to have a drink before the reunion. He goes, no, no, just drop me off here. Um, so No, he goes, just drop me at home. So she went to drive to his parents' house who live in the town and he goes, no, no, just um, up here. So she drove up, she dropped him off. Anyway, then she went to the pub and met up with all her other friends that she was there to see for the reunion. And she said, um, oh, guess what? Jim's coming. To the reunion, and they go, Jim, <laughs> you can see, you know what's going to happen, don't you? Yeah. And she goes, good. Yeah, yeah, I picked him up, dropped, brought him into town, <laughs> and they go, Jim died eight years ago. Oh. He was hit by a car oh. on the side of the road, three miles outside of Whoa. town. Really? So he was the he was a ghost doing wow. what he did when he died. Yeah. Right. Then so she was freaked out, went white as a But I wonder if he recognised her. White as a sheet and they all went, no, he did. He talked to her wow. in the car. And um, everyone went white as a sheet. And anyway, she went back to her car and there was the newspaper announcing his death from eight years earlier on the passenger seat what? of the car. That's weird. Yeah. Got on with that. Yeah. So... True story. What do you think? That's good. Could it be a true story? I think so. Do you think someone's... Embellished? I think it could be true. Could it be someone who looked like Jim? Oh, maybe. Maybe. His name happened to be Jim and he knew her and said he went to school with her. Mm. No, I reckon it's true. You reckon it's a true true. story? Yeah, I reckon. Pretty creepy, right? You hear a lot of those kind of stories, don't you? Pretty creepy. Now, I remember hearing that story. Do you? Yeah. I don't remember hearing it. That's good, though. Yeah. Yeah. So this only happened March last year. Oh, really? 2021. Was last year was 2021? Uh, two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> what country was that in? America. It was in America. Okay. Yeah. All these kind of things happen in America. Yeah, I guess so. But that's pretty interesting though. Mm. Would that scare you if they happened to you after the fact? Like, you know, you go there and you're like, oh. There's a man walking on the side of the road and there's a ghost? No, but they said, no, he died. Would it like scare once, me after? Yeah. Once I realised I was talking yeah, and riding with was. a goat? Yeah, Nah, I'd love it. Yeah? Yeah. Because then you've got a story? 
got a story for the rest of my life. But would you be like, whoa, I was what? that, I was, my intuition was that brilliant that a ghost, sorry, felt it could communicate with me that yeah. visually <clears throat> and, you know, to speak, mm. you know, that's a lot of energy. But it would for a little while, you'd be like rock rocked when you'd be like, whoa, I'd be excited. I'd, I'd, really? Yeah, I'd be telling oh, yeah. everyone. And wow. They'd be pretty excited. Play some. I feel like the chosen one. Do, do you want me to go make out and you pick me up and we'll make out on the ghost? What? Where's this going? <laughs> no, it's pretty cool. If it, was that, if it was that visually clear and that, um, you know, speaking that clear is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Cool. So there you go. That's my little ghost I like story. That. It was good. Oh, okay. That was good. Plenty of others. Have yeah, didn't seem like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kelly McDonald sent me in um, an old mystery that uh, she thought was really interesting, and it was in South Australia. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, save that but, for another time. If you want. Um, I'll save that for another time because I'll get your and Tenley's take on it. Yeah, that'd be good. And see what you think yeah, happened on one. that night. That yes, fateful night. Um, yeah, this is something that I saw on Twitter. Which is from, it's this is from a little. I don't know when this is from, but it's, it's Australian. Uh, it's a rap music which was being used to lure youth into a life of crime. What? Oh, so they made a rap song. So um, well, they put words in it that. No, no. So this this is a rap song that the Australian government made to try and, uh, you know, win the youth over to get them away from crime. Oh. So they made a rap song, really. Okay. Uh, it goes for a minute, but I might not play it all, but ready? Your office is shared with a colleague or two, but all Angela they Bishop. hear is your coughing and flu. Oh, no, this is not. This is a different one. What are you You're doing? You're standing around waiting for the lift, but don't just charge in. Make a small shift. <laughs> Your knife and fork are waving in the air. Put them next to your plate. It shows that you care. Mm. You're standing on the footpath. Get out of the way and hang up your iPhone. I don't care what you say. Oh, that can't be that long ago, then. That's interesting. <laughs> Turn down the music. We don't need to hear it, too. And the most important thing, simply saying thank you. Manners are simple and best of all, they're free. It's a gentle act of kindness between you and me. It's time to get classy, so let's take stock. That's the word from me. Ida from the block. <laughs> it's Ida Butteries. <laughs> oh, it's Ida. Yeah. I thought it was... Oh, I thought it was... Um, nah, nah. Because the person's written rap music is being used to lure youth into life. Of, oh, I think so. That must have been something they made about being polite or something. Yeah, it's the manners. They, Ed- etiquette. Etiquette. But etiquette. They, the person that shared on Twitter wrote something else about it. That, okay. that confused me. Sorry. It's just etiquette. I thought that was pretty funny though. Well, it's true. It's all true. It was pretty funny though, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, so funny. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is where you can say cuff it till next time. Oh, you never oh, get it. You've got to know when to like cut it off. Give me a signal. What signal? Right. you got to like... Okay, so, so, that, so that bit was really boring, right? Yep. Then you just go, babe, just cuff it till next time. Babe, just cuff <laughs> it till next time. <laughs> oh, that's it, is it? That's the way? All right, no worries. All right, see ya. See ya. No, bye. Bye. See ya. It's Chase. Bye. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. Bye. 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 There you go, darling.
Alan. No, we can't, I don't think we're getting better at this, Alan. You got... You,